We have today 15-year-old Lane Carlitz, a whiz kid who created a mobile study app called Study Senses. The app turns study text into songs, which helps memorization and uh, makes studying more fun. Um, this is something Lane experienced firsthand. But I don't want to reveal too much, especially since we have Lane here with us. Uh, Lane, thanks so much for joining us. Um, why don't we let you tell us about Study Senses? The studying app that lets you put your study material to the tune of a song that you'd like to help um, memorization accuracy. And how does the app work? Well, once they open the app, the home screen would immediately be um, what songs they wanted to choose from. So there's going to be a list of songs that they could choose from. And once they decide on the song that they like or already know, they click on it. And between this, you could preview each song to see if you like it. So after that, you can adjust the tempo of it or the speed of the song to make it go slower or faster depending on what you like. And then you can start recording and record your study material into the song. And then after that, the app will generate a personal study song for you based on your study material and the song you chose. So how does the app know what your study material is? You speak it in. So the app actually sings the song? Yeah, with your voice. That is so cool. How did you come up with the idea? I came up with the idea because in my Spanish class, I was having trouble, and my teacher's husband made us little songs that helped me study. So you came up with the idea because the song that your Spanish teacher's husband made you helped you study. But then from that point, like what inspired you once you had the idea to actually like want to go ahead with the business? Like how and how old were you when you did this? I was 13 and I can see this through a program called um the Young Entrepreneurs Academy, or YAY. Young Entrepreneurs Academy. Tell me about um, this organization, how long you've been in it, and uh, what made you join. Well, I'm not in it anymore. It's a one-year program. And what it is is it's out of it's a nationwide, like, it's a nationwide program, and it's run out of a town chamber of commerce, so I did it out of the Palos Verdes Chamber of Commerce. And um, did you did you want to join it, or was it an idea from your parents or a friend? Um, well, I was looking for something to do with my parents because I just moved from New Jersey. And then I came, we, we came across this idea, and I thought it would be interesting. So I tried it, and then I stuck with it. How did you come across this idea? I saw, like, the advertisements around the, the news. I mean, I saw the 
advertisement in the newsletter, and then I went to the informational meeting and tried out and ended up getting accepted, so I just stuck with it. Wow, that's an incredible initiative, Lane. What was the hardest, what has been the hardest part about um, having study senses come to life? Well, it was hard to make it tangible, and we were wondering, or I was wondering if the idea was actually, like, plausible. Mm-hmm. And my one of my mentors through uh, Yay told me to pivot, but I didn't really, I didn't want to pivot because I wanted to see if this could work because I knew it would be, I knew it was a good idea. So one of the problems was trying to avoid pivoting and still trying to find a way to make it work. There were some times when I was thinking of ideas to pin it on or change, mainly because I just kept on getting told that it may not be viable and that I have to pivot before it like doesn't work for the investor panel. But just being persistent with it ended up paying off. Got it. Okay. Why, why do you think he wanted you to do that? I don't think he thought it was a tangible idea to work with, and he wanted something a little more, like, not technological, I guess. Okay, so I could understand um, why your mentor would think that that would be a really difficult thing. At the time, did you know something like that was even feasible, like possible technologically? Um, no. Um, do you have any background, like coding or anything like that? I do not. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm not not tech savvy, but just coding, I can't. I have no background in. Got it. So when your mentor, for instance, said, you know, Lane, I don't, I think you should try something a little bit less technical. Let's try a different business idea. And you didn't want to. What? Take me through the steps of how you made this come to life. Well, once he told me that he wanted me to pivot, I didn't want him because, one, I knew that it's already helped me so much and I wanted to stick with it and just see if it could be feasible. And it was hard to convince him, but once I kept on getting more proof and... I could keep on supporting the fact that it would be feasible. He started to support the idea, and it started to get easier from there. How, what kind of proof and uh, research did you find, or how did and how did you go about finding that? Well, I spoke with a, with, um, a company, an app developing company, to see, and I did some a tech like. It was a tech boot camp sort of thing with my app, and they basically, what it was is they would get back to me within a couple weeks and tell me the price point it would be to make the app, or make a, like a test app, and then they would also tell me if it could be feasible and if it could work out within a certain price point. Um, what do you, can you share the name of the tech boot camp? Um, it was with PhD Labs. How did you find uh, PH, 
D Labs. A lot of research. That you did on your own. Yeah, me and my parents did the research. Okay, is it like you go on Google and you type in, you know, tech tech app, or did you have somebody who referred you? Can you take me through that process? I'm just so curious. Yeah, sure. The mentor of my, um, the YEA program, the Young Entrepreneurs Academy, he referred me, he told me which companies I should talk to primarily. So PHC Labs was one of them, so they were one of the first I got in contact with, and it ended up going well from there. Okay, great. Okay, and then, so tell me, how would, study sense, how would you make money off this? How does it work? I'm going, well, for the premium model, we're going to make money through advertisements, and <clears throat> one of our next, well, through advertisements at first, and then one of our next, like, our long-term goal is to make or my long-term goal is to make a marketplace where students can share songs and purchase. So it's sort of like a three-way deal. If mm -hmm. a student from California buys a song that a student from New Jersey made, the New Jersey creator, um, let's say the, the song costs a dollar, the New Jersey creator gets a portion of that, iTunes gets a portion of that, we get a portion of that, and the California kid who bought it gets the song. Your study senses mobile app is not only an innovative idea that um, you made to help students have an easier time studying, but you also have a really cool innovative business model. So kids can potentially not only, um, it will not only help them study, but then it can also help them make money too. Seriously, awesome. So you entered the YA contest, made it through the local and regional cuts to get to the nationals in Washington, D.C. And uh, tell us what you won there. So, yeah, I came in second place in the nation. And I won $2,000 to Sam's Club to, as, like, a kickstart. And... I don't know if you want to put this in or not, but I won a scholarship for, I forgot how much, it was like 20000 or something, to a handful of, college, of colleges. Okay. Were you pretty proud of yourself? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty <laughs> cool. Okay, yeah, it was very cool.